1: One esports team is taking a page out of professional sports and using a cognitive test to determine a player's fitness to compete. What is that like? I'm Roger Chang. And this is your Daily Charge. With me to discuss this topic is our mobile reporter, David Lum. Welcome, David. Thanks for having me. So esports are trying the same strategy of analyzing fitness as other professional sports. What's the benefit here?
0: Well, ultimately, they want to look at uh, not just how their players are playing, but why, why they make some calls, and not others, whether they're going to be better players if they're put in different positions and where to improve their skills, but from a brain perspective.
1: And so that, I guess that's what, where I kind of have my, my mind wrapped or trying to get my mind wrapped around this is, you know, you know, with esports you know, it's, it's about playing video games. So you don't really think about fitness and well, necessarily cognitive tests like um, I'm I'm curious, like where, like what what is sort of the application of this test, or how are these tests are applied to the players?
0: Well, I think when uh, traditional sports, as we'll call them, have done some of these tests themselves, they've looked at sort of below the layer of player uh, behavior and into sort of player instinct. You know, why does a player break left, break light? How how break right? How long does it take them to make decisions? And so those same sort of delays and instincts, those are uh, present in esports as well. So these tests are trying to see, you know, uh, whether players are calm under pressure, whether they uh, take a leadership position, whether they, you know, uh, improvise or or whether they sort of stick to routines. And apparently you could tell them with these tests, but those are kind of the same traditional sports as they are in esports. You just are not running on a field when you do them.
1: Right, right. Now, and you actually had a chance to try these tests. I mean, wh- What is it like to take? Like, what, what does that actually involve?
0: Well, it's surprisingly short. Uh, when you think of cognitive tests, you think of a l- bunch of electrodes on your head and maybe a mask on your face as you run on a treadmill. None of that. It's you in front of a computer kind of sitting at a browser game for, uh, I don't know, an hour, um, playing different little games uh, that seem like they aren't testing much of you, but they're testing how long it takes you to make an input when you switch inputs, uh, all of your decisions that you make are sort of run through an AI. So after you're done playing these little games, which are matching games, memory games, accuracy games, it'll sort of spit out what your uh, what your instincts are and sort of how you play games.
1: Uh, I, well, like you, so you took the task. What did the results actually yield?
0: So the results were presented in a report. Um, and, you know, looking at it, you know, the, you do this, you do that, whatever. Um, it wasn't until the uh, or, or the report was presented to me by a uh, director of performance, their director of performance, um, the esports team. Uh, and and he explained to me what that actually means. So there's a little bit of interpretation here of what looks like a sort of standard performance review report. And it told me that I have good attention and. Um, but you know I, I really take direction so uh I, I kind of like running on my own with some boundaries set up so kind of like bowling with the with the guardrail set up i love that <laughs>
1: um and i guess some for some context you actually went to what what team actually uses utilizes this test um and and just give us a little bit of background on like how how you came upon this story.
0: Sure, um, this is Team Liquid, which is an esports organization with that plays over a dozen games. You know, with the fields teams that plays these games: League of Legends, Counter Strike, uh, Valorant, um, Rocket League. You know, a lot of these games you or your friends, you know, have probably played at one point, but they play them professionally. They're based in LA and uh, and Europe, and they were looking for some. Uh, some reporters come out and look at their their new um, their new pro lab, which is an expansion of their uh, their LA uh, uh, headquarters that is dedicated to you know using this test, building skills, and uh, uh, catering to players' performance. And what did
1: you in in touring the pro lab and touring and, and taking to those tests? I mean, like, what I'm curious what conclusions you came from it, you got from it, and also. Did you talk to folks on Team Liquid and get their their take on whether or not these tests actually make a difference?
0: Yeah, well, it was hard for me to tell like how much the pro lab adds because it's just kind of a new room with a bunch of computers on it. There's you know there's a couple of zero g chairs in the back which you can lay in and sort of chill out between matches. But I I didn't get a sense of how this would help players. You know you really need to be run through their routines. Um, and when I talked to a few players they were kind of mixed on on how this was helping. There was, you know, one who said, well, my game, it's professional scene, isn't that new, so the sort of minor edges I'm getting, you know, if I were to be told about this, isn't going to make as big a an impact on our team performance. We really need, this game needs to get figured out. But other players playing, you know, a little more developed games, and by developed, I mean, you know, they're the games have been around for a while. They, they kind of, everyone knows what's going on. Like, they really felt, uh, their, you know, behaviors, you know, they, they felt explained. They have a language for why they kind of uh, play this way, why they take direction, why they're a little foggy on memory, but they're pretty clear on everything else. It was, it, I, I think it at least gives them a little bit of uh, insight into why they do things.
1: And is this something that just Team Liquid does? Do you see this as a trend that's catching on in the in the broader sports world?
0: Uh, that's a big question. I think uh, Team Liquid really wants it to be. And they're the first big esports team to really run all their players through a Cogno test um, and then have it integrated into, you know, like a like a team strategy, right? To, you know, looking at uh, improving their nutrition, their diet, their um, their sleep, their hydration, and and seeing how that uh, changes their scores on these tests when they take them again in, you know, a few months or whatever. Um, they want this to be a new baseline. So they're going to test new players coming into their program. They're going to let visiting players who come in for matches take tests. Uh, I think they have an incentive to make this sort of like professional sports has done for years. You know, for better or worse, the Wonderlick tests, uh, you know, uh, in football and and a lot of others that are looking for any sort of metric, not just to gauge player capability, but to see where players can improve and how they'll fit into teams.
1: Got it. does Team Liquid actually produce this test itself? Does it outsource? I mean, how, how does this test come about?
0: No, this is... Uh, the Neurolympics is the test name, and it's produced by a company called Brains First um, in the Netherlands. And uh, they are a um, performance analytics company. Uh, they developed these tests. Um, they developed this test, Neurolympics, and started on soccer players, but they you know wanted to see how... Sorry, football. Wanted to see how uh, how it would map out to day traders and consultants and stuff like that. So it really is something they believe uh, is going to be a uh, a thing you can do for any sport or any activity and sort of map where your brain goes.
1: Got it. And is that is this being is this test being used elsewhere beyond like elsewhere in the sports world?
0: Yes, there are several um, European uh football companies that that use it not a huge amount um but they've also been able to uh, get some other professional footballers to come in and take this test so they have a big pool of data of football players now they're starting to get data on esports players
1: uh and i guess just lastly in terms of the results like are you does it look like you're you got a chance uh, is there an opportunity for you to, to jump into the esports world what, what did the
0: test really have to tell you Oh, absolutely not. But <laughs> it was nice to to be able to take this test and get some, some perspective. Um, as I said in the story, you know, kind of getting run through it feels a little bit like a performance review and a tarot reading where, you know, the the director performance was like, listen, this is kind of how you play. I could see if you want it on our team to get in this way. But that's not the only thing these uh, teams are looking for. They're also looking for esports wins and, you know, uh, a real dominance in the field. So, you know... I'm not going to walk on and sort of last starfighter my way into this, but, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> the dream remains. The dream remains. Well, David,
1: thank you for your time. You can check out his full story on cnet.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at rogerwj. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For the Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.